Maguire, Wallace to his left, and he's on his way. 10, 9, 5, 3, cut down! Wonderful try! We have a mole, Jim. Digs like a demented mole there. He just bust through the defence. Just watch this. Hello and welcome to the Molecast. This week we got a special interview, uh, courtesy of the Heineken Rugby Club, uh, with one of the stars of the of rugby in the two thousands, Serge Betson of Biarritz Olympique Wasps, and of course France. We had the pleasure of meeting Serge a few weeks ago and having a chat with him uh, about rugby and about his own career. So that's going to be our podcast for today. Enjoy. I, kind of, I want to ask you a little bit about like your playing history. Um, uh, did you ever get nervous before matches? Or what did you feel like before matches? But say uh, in the game in Cardiff in 2007, what, would, what were you thinking during the hacker? Were you conscious of it or were you in your own zone? Or do you think it... God, these guys uh, look good. Uh, <clears throat> it's funny because um, one of the guys who prepared that kind of uh, presentation in front of the ICA. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, the fact that we were wearing uh, the French flag in T-shirts. Yeah, the um, tricolor, yeah. And uh, this was my idea. Okay, uh, cool. This was my idea because um, uh, two years before that, uh, we get beaten by... Uh, by uh, all blacks in 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 Stade de France very heavily, and uh, I remember that time was at halftime. I was saying to myself, "What, what the God sake, uh, the referee going to stop the game?" Because I was mentally and physically uh, at some point abused uh, for, by the all blacks because uh, I didn't find any solution. We didn't, as a team, we didn't really. Uh, find the way to stop the, 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 the immense uh, All Blacks team where they were flying everywhere and, and, and we didn't have, I didn't, as a player, didn't have any solutions and, uh, and I was really frustrated and uh, concerned of what my future is about. I was willing to stop because uh, as an athlete, you uh, we always compete to, to, to dominate your opponent and uh, and that day was one of the yeah the most uh, difficult time and uh, and and yes is 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 getting to the point where uh, when when we knew we we're going to face uh, the the All Blacks uh, I was captain uh, against Georgia uh, the the last game of the pool in Marseille actually <laughs> and uh, on the way to Marseille, to Cardiff, we knew we were going to face all All Blacks who beat uh, all their team by uh, 30, 25 points. And uh, everyone was talking about the All Blacks. And I said to myself, what can we do to show the pride? And, and again, the same value we talk about, that uh, about respect and passion and fair play. And, and have that, that, had, that was my, my idea to say, we're going to respect the ACA. 
but we're going to show the pride. We're going to show that we are not going to give up. Uh, come from the, the, the experience before that. And, uh, and I come to with the idea of sharing that with the people, uh, teammates, saying that can, what can we do to change that, to change the, 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 the moment, to change the mindset of, uh, of dominate the Open and, and, and come up with the, with the idea the day before. Uh, asked uh, one of the sponsors to to bring a French T-shirt. We're going to face and show them that we're not going to give up. And uh, the rest is the history. But yeah. I'm really proud because it's just a matter of convincing uh, your teammate and work really hard as a team again to to deliver something special. Um, we talked a little bit about when you were young and you came down to the southwest yeah. of France when you were 17 years yeah. old, yeah. having like kind of fallen in love with rugby when you were like 12 years old in, yeah. in Paris. Uh, when did you realize that you were going to be good enough to play international rugby? Did you were, uh, you were you really confident straight away when you were 17 and going, I'm going down to a big club in Biarritz, or did something happen later on? Uh, I think that's uh, the, the, it's it was a matter of different step uh, in my life. It's true that the first step was the, the sharing the passion with those uh, uh, coaches and, and people who were running the club cliche uh, when I started playing rugby. Uh, it's true that uh, I really liked the fact that people who didn't know me uh, take time to share the passion, uh, mm -hmm. to share the, the fact that uh, I learn, uh, I say I learn my character, I learn the fact that uh, I, I love the teamwork, I love the team spirit, I love the fact that uh, you're going to challenge yourself to be the best you can be. That was for me the learning uh, aspect of what rugby is about. And with that platform, I uh, started uh, learning uh, the game, learning the rules, even I didn't know that uh, uh, still unsure uh, and, and, and of some of those rules, but I, I really, uh, step by step, starting uh, knowing the game, and, uh, and that gave me a platform of learning that as an athlete, I'm going to be the best player I can be, and it also starting uh, with the fact that when I moved to southwest in Biarritz, I have to understand quickly that uh, the atmosphere is, is really lovely. Beach, uh, sun, yeah. Bayern Festival, a lot of drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you need to make decisions. You need to make decisions. And I, I made the decision that I was lucky to be in the position of playing my passion in, in, the, in the seaside. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give my... I'm going to give myself opportunity to be the best player I can be in that position, in that area. And I have to say, yeah, the region uh, was really welcoming me. Uh, I really enjoyed my time learning bass songs, uh, learning the atmosphere. Um, and, and I wanted to, to be in position to, to play the best rugby I can, I can play. And, and I grew up with the professionalism in the club. I grew up with the desire of the club to be the best uh, play, uh, the best team in, in the country, and I was really fortunate to meet people like uh, like Serge Blanco, Patrice Lagisquet, also Pascal Ondars. Pascal Ondars was for me one of the, the big, big, big uh, uh, person because he showed me the passion of uh, singing bass song, enjoy atmosphere, mm -hmm. and and also the desire to to deliver the best rugby possible. And I grew up with that atmosphere, and I was really lucky that 
Uh, every year we had a lot of great players who joined the club and, and, and helped the club to, to step by step uh, being uh, uh, some great, great, great team. Um, so you made your international debut in 97 against Italy in like a FIRA tournament that before the, the Six Nations was Five Nations. Yeah. And it was a couple of years before you got another game and then you kind of really got into the team. Yeah. But when you make your debut, traditionally you, you have to do something in front of the team. Is that a tradition in France? Uh, do you have to sing a song in front of everybody? Yeah, you got a lot of uh, challenge uh, to face uh, with, the, with the people who got... Who are, there to mentor you and uh, and you have to do silly things uh, in, in the egg, like uh, sing a song and present yourself uh, in the best way possible and the funniest way possible and uh, and I have to do that. Um, Did you sing some Basque songs uh, or? Uh, I can't remember which it was a long time ago now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love bass songs um, anyway. Then uh, it, 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 the easiest way to, to, to do that is to sing. And, uh, and I think that I sing I, I sang, uh, a bass song. A bass song, yeah. Um, you also, at the, uh, at the end of your time in Beerus, you went over and played uh, with Wasps in London. Um, what do you think was what was the real big difference between playing uh, with an English club side and a French club side? What was the, the cultural differences like in the dressing room and on the pitch? Uh, it's it's we it's, we talk about passion. We are passionate in, in rugby the same way, uh, but uh, the, the 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 culture of uh, winning is different uh, because uh, uh, we. We, 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 we talk a lot of uh, uh, in France of passion we and then we, we, we what's happened is we we try to in France we try to to get the team um, aspect first uh, we realize ourselves within the team which is we need the team to to stop up uh, in order to deliver something which is in in, in England and uh, English country, I have to say, it's an individual will bring to the teams, which is really very, mm -hmm. very different mindset. And I have to say, I learned a lot about that, and uh, and 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 that give me uh, uh, the let's say the certainty that uh, as a team sport, uh, rugby, uh, you need to bring something to the team. You need to make sure you bring your own character, you bring your own professionalism, you bring your own attitude within the team in order to, de 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 in order to, to, um, to, develop, to develop yourself within the team and also to deliver to the team. Mm -hmm. and, and, and this is the biggest learning uh, aspect of, of the both to culture. And, 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 and on that, you, you bring a lot of... Uh, difference between within the professionalism, within the attitude, uh, within the fact that uh, uh, as a team, you teammate, you there to serve, not to uh, not to take over or not to benefit, mm -hmm. and, and and I think sometimes we 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 are not really clear on what message uh, on on what attitude we we need to put within the team. Uh, at some point in France, and you can see a difference uh, some, sometimes. Uh, and, but when you go to the positive, 
uh, is to say that both sides I learn a lot. I learn uh, in France. I learn uh, the unpredictability uh, aspect of the game and the fact that we are not really uh, we are not really showing the professional way of how to play rugby. But we got the talent. Uh, the talents are really pure. And, and in the other way, uh, let's say English way or where it's everything is previsible, it's, it sometimes get boring mm -hmm. <laughs> to be to be predictive. Mm -hmm. But that that let's say professional aspect give you the confidence to play the best rugby you can play, and that both English and French gave me now the power of of knowing the game. Uh, in the uh, 360 mm -hmm. uh, aspect, and, and I have really, I'm really proud of uh, of that, uh, let's say, moment because uh, it gave me uh, now I'm retired the the overall of what rugby is about, which is I had a, when I if I was in France I was just one side of the game. Now I have to say I've got the 360 vision of what rugby is about. Um, if you look at England and they're playing so well at the moment uh, they have uh, a coach from Australia who's coached all around the world we have a coach who's a Kiwi Wales have a coach who's a Kiwi Italy have a coach who's an Irishman do you think there could ever be a, a national team coach who wasn't a Frenchman for the French national team or do you think the mentality is so important the kind of that understanding about the way a team comes together is so important could you imagine Kiwi coaching the French team. Uh, would the French uh, would, would it, it be popular? It, it, it's 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 something we uh, still uh, are unsure. Uh, but it's it's funny because uh, yeah, I found myself really uh, really different mindset at some point. That's why I'm still I'm still in in uh, in, in uh, living in London. But uh, it is something we need to to get, get through at some point because uh, uh, it's, it's, it's really funny because the French people are really proud mm -hmm. themselves of, uh, of everything. Uh, but I, I have to say French uh, team are not there yet and, uh, and we need to learn from others, uh, which is something we don't really... Uh, show the skills so far, and um, and 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 at the same time we are willing to do that because uh, you you talk about we don't have any we don't have any foreign uh, coaches in national team, but within the top cartoons, mm -hmm. I have to say there's a lot of foreign player uh, coaches who are who are there. We talk about Van Cote, we talk about. Uh, uh, Toulon, uh, we talk about uh, Stade Francais, uh, there's a lot of uh, different coaches who are, um, who are running uh, and coaching in France, then, uh, then we, are not, we are not there yet, uh, I have to say, but I think there's a lot of transformation within the French rugby and hopefully we will... Uh, We'll, we will learn from those coaches as we learn with the players because a lot of players are from uh, outside France. Then, uh, then uh, it's a matter of time. But uh, 
today um, is something we will uh, maybe we will see one day uh, hopefully not uh, but to win uh, the World Cup which is for me the next objective of France mm -hmm. because we never won that trophy uh, so far. We've never won a quarter so. <laughs> uh, Yeah, uh, but we still won winning the, some uh, great uh, rugby so far against France. Uh, the mm -hmm. last World Cup, we beat us. You beat us in quarterfinal. Then, game. then, uh, yeah, uh, it, it it's something uh, to, we need we need to think of. But uh, I, I'm not sure we are ready yet. Um. I'd like to ask you about some of the players you played with and the ones that you played against. Say you're packing down at number six for France. Who would you, if you could pick anyone you played with, who would, who would you want at number seven and number eight? Um, it's funny. Uh, I, I was with, with the two guys I played with uh, for my period last week in uh, uh, rugby in the snow. Uh, six station, we call that six station uh, tournament. And I was with Immanuel uh, uh, Arinordoki and uh, Olivier Magne, okay. who, is, is, uh, my, who was my teammate in 2003 World Cup. And I have to say, those two players are one of the best ever uh, player I play with, uh, with within the French team. And, uh, and yeah, the uh, good guy and also the very, very talented rugby player. And then, say, as an opponent, uh, who would you reckon, maybe not, let's say, the toughest, but like who would be the smartest opponent, the one who does like all the, the classic blindside flanker stuff? But I, I really like uh, George... Uh, George, George Smith. George Smith from Australia. Uh, from Australia, it's it's one of the amazing uh, rugby talented player in terms of skills, uh, mindset, and uh, and and the way he was playing uh, uh, was phenomenal. And then I saw him playing after I retired with Toulon, and and in the French uh, Championships, uh, playing in any position. Uh, Doing whatever he wants on the on the field, mm -hmm. um, it, that that type of player really like it. And uh, and uh, Nelback was that kind of player as well uh, in the past. And um, and yeah, and, and I have to say in, in back row you got such an amazing talented player overall every year. Uh, and uh, and it, it's a good position uh, in rugby field. Did you have a toughest opponent uh, like that you played against in the in the Six Nations against Ireland? Say, would there be a particular forward that, you, that springs to mind, like David Wallace or someone like that? Or yeah, Wallace's brother was uh, was one of the toughest uh, opponent uh, I faced in in Ireland, uh, and also the uh, I didn't play against him much, but the, he's now a defense coach uh, for for Ireland. Andy Farrell. Uh, no, no, no. Um, before Andy Farrell, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, he used to play back row. Oh, Simon uh, Easterby. Yeah, Simon. Simon was uh, uh, really tough to play against him. He's, he's still in the England in Ireland. Yep, he's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, Manya. Uh, you start, you, you, your career kind of like mirrored the start of like the professional era. Uh, in in rugby, um, like, and you, I guess you would have played with a lot of guys who 
sort of overlapped in the amateur era, like Benazi and those kind of guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, um, like, how much did the game change uh, in that period of time, sort of like in the late 90s into the middle of your French career? But the, 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 uh, yeah, it's true that uh, I was starting uh, in the amateur era uh, and, uh, and when I started playing rugby, uh, two, two years after or three years after, there was the first World Cup uh, in 1987. And I, have, I always say that I grew up with the professionalism mm -hmm. uh, in my generation. And, and, and we, we came out from uh, uh, training two, two days uh, a week uh, to everyday uh, training sessions. And, and the game changed a lot because every, every single aspect of the game getting professional. Uh, we talk about professionalism, we talk about positioning, diet, uh, regime, uh, training session, video analysis, um, uh, uh, GPS. Uh, a lot of things change, and uh, and and I have to say, the the, the attribute uh, to play in high level, getting more and more important to be fit, and 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 run uh, the the uh, a lot uh, around the park, and 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 that give you uh, a sense of what you need to to get uh, to play in high level. High level, we talk about uh, the, f the, full, uh, the full time is 40 minutes of, of the open play, mm -hmm. which, is, which is immense. Why before that, towards maybe 25 or, or 30 minutes uh, without, uh, without any rest. Mm -hmm. uh, that developed a lot of uh, uh, what, uh, what rugby is about. And, uh, and I have to say, I learned a lot throughout those steps to uh, yeah to, to be the best flanker possible in 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 national team in, in the club team as well and and is always uh, the matter of what I can learn uh, to tweak a little bit my my skills and to be the best uh, player I can be and and that is for me the the beauty of what rugby uh, gave me which is Every day I have to wake up to see how I can improve my skills to be the best player. And I learn a lot uh, mental aspect. I learn a lot about uh, physical aspect. I learn a lot about, uh, um, uh, uh, let's say, recovery and, uh, and, uh, and body balance with, uh, with uh, stretching, with, uh, uh, with, with all that mindset of what I learn in in uni with the PE, uh, biomechanics, all that gave me uh, a lot to learn and, 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 and put that in, in practice for my body mm -hmm. in order to be the most effective possible. Okay, just a couple of short questions. Um, who taught you to tackle? It's like your most famous attribute on the pitch, your most like ferocious tackling blind sides in the world and open side as well. Uh, did you learn that at Clichy, your first coaches, or did they teach you that in Biarritz? It's funny because uh, I always ask, uh, answer the question with, with some, something really special for me because I learned uh, how to tackle in Clichy uh, because tackling was one of the most attributes in the club 
because uh, the, the, the coaches were saying that we don't have a lot of uh, potential physically, but we need uh, to show the passion. We need to show the, the pride of playing rugby mm -hmm. within the team and within the mate. Um, and one of the, the true things, uh, what's happened to me when I turn up to the club, Clichy, for the first time ever, it's a girl who teach me how to tackle. Ah, excellent. Uh, and uh, I, I thought that you know that no. <laughs> when you ask the question. And, and it's a girl who teach me how to tackle. The, this girl was the, the, the sister of the mate who asked me to come to the club and also was the, the daughter of the president of the club. Very good. And, uh, and I always say that because um, that show what rugby is about. And, and I learn from her and, and I try to develop my skills after. And, uh, and it's true that um, the, the, that attribute seems to be natural, but it was a lot of uh, learning and uh, a lot of video analysis of myself, a lot of passion to be the best possible in the pitch uh, while I was playing. And do you still uh, get to visit the Fed Dubai on? Of course, of yeah. course. Uh, uh, actually, I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm go to to Biarritz every summer uh, because my my kids was born there, and I go there to to show them the, the place. And it's funny because I was in the band festival last year, uh, and I'm going. I'm looking to do a, like a, uh, I'm looking to do. A, 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 some activities uh, before for the opening festival. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to hopefully do a charity activities game uh, to promote and help raise funds for uh, a teammate of, of, of myself who passed away uh, last year uh, to support his family. And, and I'm going to do that uh, for sure, I'm working on that, but it's, it's not confirmed yet. Serge, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so yeah. much for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. Dans le rugby a changé, le rugby basque a dû changer aussi. Pour parvenir au sommet, le pays basque dignement a choisi son représentant une couleur, un maillot, une seule équipe, c'est le BO. Confiance à des garçons en rouge et blanc, BOPB sur le terrain, BOPB sur les gradins, vers la victoire, c'est certain, tout un pays rêve de gloire pour cette équipe qu'il soutient. Oh, oh.